1: Hello, everybody. This evening, you are tuned in to that show, the show, the breakdown with Ms. Sharifa Hardy and Mr. Marvin Showtime Williams. Yep, I'm happy to know that you're tuned in for another hour of that spontaneous intellectual combustion. Sharifa Hardy, how are you doing this evening?
2: I am loving it. I am loving it. I especially love that introduction. I love the combustion. I love those passionate words like that. So, yes, it go. is. It's So, for everyone, we know we're going to have yet another amazing, amazing, amazing show tonight. So, we definitely want to invite everyone to join the conversation. If you're listening to the show on your computer and you want to jump right into the studio with Marvin, Showtime, Williams, and I, please do give us a call, 646-564-9989. Again, that number, 646-564-9989. And if you're listening to this show on your phone and you have a question or a comment and you'd like to join us in the studio, please press 1 to speak with Sharifa Hardy and Marvin Showtime Williams. Got to say the full name can't just say Mars. Marvin, and pro-time, will you?
1: That, that's, that's funny. You know what's funny? When you start using labels and stuff like that, then all of a sudden you start hearing them back. You're like, maybe I should just go back to Mars. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> you know, we got to
2: make it
1: sound official. Oh, no, 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 we exactly It's not. not important. Right. There you go. Make them think it's important. What's exactly. going on? Uh,
2: Everything and nothing. That's one of my favorite expressions. People always say, what's going on? I'm like, everything and nothing. It means that everything mm. is going on, but I don't really know what I can share because the things that are going on with me, everything is in mm. public information, and the things right. that are public information may be an eight-hour call. So everything mm. and nothing.
1: I hear you. Well, that's a very well-worded answer. Can't even well get worded any <laughs> better safe. than that. So there it is. That's that's uh, over the top and below and side to side. There you go.
2: Yes. So what's going on with you? What's going on with you? Uh,
1: pretty happy. I mean, uh, I'm gonna have um, you know, in in a couple of weeks, you know, how we're like ramping up, you know, the discussion items as well as like you know the people calling in, you know, uh, special guests, this and the other. Had a had a pretty um good day to kill a couple birds with one stone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. um so that's good. It'll it'll play out in the in, in maybe like, you know, in the next like 10 to 14 days people will see, you know, um how it even impacts the breakdown because everything that we're uh-huh. actually transcending to is of course, for those who don't know, is the ability for the show to um to have, you know, not only our input, but the input of other people who have done some pretty amazing things. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's been one of those days. So it's, you know, it's under the wraps. You know how it is when we can't divulge too much to the people just yes. yet. But it is on the way. That's all I can say.
2: Mm, that sounds
3: like, like we have
1: like, a. Like 14 days away, the way.
2: Mmm. So we have to start like a countdown. We're counting down to when more is going to happen because we're on episode what mm-hmm. right now? Like
1: eight? I think it's eight? Yeah. We're only six episodes away for going into the second tier. The second tier to our listeners is actually, um, actually, we're, we're one episode away. Today is the last episode to where we're a little bit um, overly ambiguous with our talking points. Mm-hmm. I believe tomorrow mm-hmm. we actually get, um, we, we we begin to rein those in. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because tom- tomorrow I believe where our, our focus is, you know, eagle pay for women. Like, you know, is it, you know, just a talking point, or are there really going to be constructive ways in which businesses, not only Hollywood, begin to. Address and tackle that entire situation. So, tomorrow's is definitely the first of the talking point days, which will, of course, you know, that'll be a domino effect. That'll be not only tomorrow, but Thursday, Friday, leading into the next week. And that'll be the formatting of the show as it enhances. Mm-hmm. So, today is mm-hmm. an important day because this is like one of our last really ambiguous days in terms of when we have them for like the week. You know what I'm saying? Like a five mm-hmm. days full of what are we going to talk about from a talking point perspective. Tomorrow we begin, even, I believe we were discussing the marketing. Of you know, making sure that every day has has a point, and that rolls right into the special guests that we'll also have, and and of course their beautiful credentials, and um, to make things more exciting.
2: I'm already excited. I'm, I'm definitely already excited. Um, we've been adding commercials this week. We've been adding callers. Mm-hmm. So I know as we add more and more guests, more and more advertisers, more and more mm-hmm. to the show, it's just going to get even mm-hmm. better. Um, I, I do know that we, we had a caller or we had a, a a person during the week yesterday who has some questions um, for you. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if they're on the line um, right now. They haven't pressed one, um, but I know they have some questions for you. I wanted to discuss business a okay. little bit um, with you today, so I'll mm-hmm. just wait till they okay. can press one on their phone and, and decide to jump okay. into the conversation. Um, though we're definitely okay. going to take some callers and definitely take some questions and definitely take some comments today on today's show.
1: That's totally awesome and I think you know that also builds very greatly in terms of, you know, keeping everything not only spontaneous but keeping the information flowing. And then, you know, when you get those when you get those curveballs, if you will, mm-hmm. that's when really good information is exposed. Mm-hmm. So we always welcome that type of interaction on the show. And the and the beautiful thing about it is starting tomorrow, the show increases in its format and, you know, its focus more importantly. So as we begin to archive the shows, people can really look 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 um forward to digging into and finding the shows that are definitely relevant to uh what they need.
2: Mhm. So tomorrow we're yep. going to talk about equal pay for women, um but mm-hmm. why do you think that it, you know in 2018? Why do you think mm-hmm. that that is an important topic to be dis- um discussed?
1: Well, for a host of reasons. Number one, we have to evolve, and evolving, you know, things, things change, things grow. You begin to see, you know, you begin to see um, actions or you know inaction, right? And if you look at how over the past thirty, forty years, the role of a woman um, uh, in in the home from a dual income income standpoint. And just societal, uh, societal, the economics, the, the the stress of the economics, and where we're at today, that are placed on the home. When you see the value of the woman as a as an income earner, and and even generator as entrepreneur, when you look at that role, it's definitely definitely expanded. And it's not like when in any particular business, if you have a female executive or business owner or associate, you know their responsibilities are you know in in no ways are they, are they uh, any less, you know, they are actually, you know, carrying just as much weight because in a company nobody really sees all the functions of the males and the females at the executive level. They just know that the company itself has to perform. You yourself are, you, you consult um, entertainment companies and, you know, whether it's a TV network, this, any other, the public doesn't really, when they turn on the TV or they watch a, a movie To look at entertainment, they don't really see the roles of the male or the female players. They just know that everyone needs to succeed. And so if the female's roles are just as important as the male's, then we have to really look and see and try to understand and extrapolate why the woman's salary is on average less than her male counterparts if she has just as much responsibility, if not more.
2: Absolutely. Now, I wanted to ask that question, but I also didn't want to go too far into detail just to give our listeners a little bit of a taste of what we're going to be discussing on tomorrow's show. Uh, You know, I definitely believe that it's an important topic to cover because, um, you know, even though we have been discussing Monique and her Netflix deal, that's just one Mm -hmm. aspect of, it. you know, that's just one aspect of of it.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: No, I definitely agree. Yeah. And that is that is one aspect from the standpoint of one POV, one female mm-hmm. in question. Um so I know she speaks for many, but of course she's like you know the main focus of that discussion. And uh you know we'll we'll definitely have uh more to talk about in terms of that discussion item um tomorrow.
2: I'm I'm excited already. I'm like we we haven't even finished today's show and I'm already ready to mm-hmm. move to tomorrow's show.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And today's show, I think, is a great wrap-up. Um, if I look at today's show, it's a wrap-up of our first eight episodes. And, again, for you listeners out there, when you start a business or you have an idea, please look at what Sharifa and I are not only consulting on, but what we're actually doing through our actions. You know, people don't realize for about three, four weeks ago, we had an idea to start a radio show together because we felt that we can combine our talents and our efforts to create a show that communicates how you can be. But the funny part about it is that show is actually a living proof and a working example of what happens when you simply choose to move forward. And I know you're going to say, oh, well, what about the know-how and what about the expertise? But that's why the breakdown is here, for you to not only hear us talking about the know-how and expertise and ways to move forward, but guess what? Like Sharifa says, you can call in to our beautiful number, Press one and get very specific uh, towards uh, your agenda and what you want to accomplish.
2: Right. So that is Wednesday's show. Do you know? Do we have any other topics lined up for the rest of the week?
1: I believe we do, and I believe you have the topics in your in your back pocket. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Trying to I quiz do. me on all <laughs> meetings that we've already had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just that, wanted that's... to
2: make sure you were paying attention that you wasn't asleep in the meeting. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. Oh no, no, no. I, I don't I don't I, I say that for like, you know, halfway through the show when we went to commercial break. I celebrate, that I take a nap real quick, you know, and then I come back. But uh no. I think no, we have of course we have topics for Thursday, we have topics for Friday. And then of course as the week as next week uh comes into play, you know. Um I forgot which one do we have going first on Thursday? What's Thursday's topic?
2: Thursday's topic will be announced on Thursday.
1: Oh, we can't announce it tomorrow?
2: We can we can announce it tomorrow. We just can't announce it today because yeah. we already announced tomorrow's topic today, so we can't give away yeah, Thursday and Friday.
1: Okay. Well, they're fair. There it is. That's our format, folks. We're not giving away no topics until <laughs> we decide, basically. <laughs>
2: I guess I guess the same day is when we're going to discuss it. So what we're going you to do is first. we're going to first. <laughs> you heard it here first that you don't need to know, okay? You will know. You that heard that it here The first information is given
1: <laughs> on a need-to-know basis. You day. get to know. <laughs> it's some need-to-know breakdown protocol. That's what's happening, y'all. So <laughs> you, right. obviously right now, has decided you don't need to know. And I know what it is, but I somehow... I'm, I'm like y'all public I, I want to know, I don't get to know either. I don't forget but Thursdays will be great, and Fridays will be spectacular as we line up the um as we line up the special guests to come in and remember, folks out there, I want y'all to pile up and and claim your position with the breakdown now. And tell everyone that you were the first listeners to the breakdown. Because as this show gets popular, and it will get popular, because I guarantee it's going to get more popular, simply because of the the, the guests that we're going to bring onto the show, their names. So as the show gets more popular, I want y'all to have bragging rights and say y'all were listening to the break. Y'all were y'all were listening to the breakdown. Truly, you were early adopters. You guys were listening to the first eight episodes. So it might not mean a lot now, like if you didn't understand Bitcoin in the beginning, but a few years from now, trust me, it's going to have some weight. Are you into Bitcoin? Funny enough, I'm not into cryptocurrency, and I should be. Um, I'm into, of course, you know, investing this that, and the other. But when Bitcoin came out, you know, um, uh, you know, and it's been, of course, you know, it's aged over years. But uh, when it first came out, I was actually knee-deep into understanding the software I was using for effects and also dealing with some clients for our production company. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't want to just – I'm not the person who just just start putting my money there just because that's a trend, because a lot of trends are faddish and they, they create bubbles that burst, and I wasn't going to be able to monitor my money. But um, I know I have a couple of friends of mine who actually have done pretty well during the boom period of of of, of, of Bitcoins. So I was actually looking forward to um reaching out to them too so that they can call in and discuss the, the, the cryptocurrency phenomenon as well.
2: Well I definitely would love to speak with them because like you, when I when I heard about it, I was not interested in the Bitcoin at all. Um Right. And I love to – that's a topic that I actually would love to discuss with with your person who's into that because I know several people who are into it, and and I I have – for some reason, I really felt like – because it, you know, to me it reminds me of the whole WhatsApp kind of deal. You know what I mean? People who are who want to be initial early adopters in order to build the company and make some money down the line. And you know, I'm all mm-hmm. for investing, but I, I'm, you know, in, interested in investing U.S. currency, U.S. cash. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: So Bitcoin, to me, I was like, okay, but this is some some currency that someone somewhere just made up. And I really wasn't a fan of it. And then I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. but Facebook, about maybe a week or two weeks ago, probably two weeks ago, mm-hmm. came made a mm-hmm. statement. And they put out a statement on Facebook and on, um, you know, through the, through the media, through um, Google. I mean, not through Google, but you can find it in the searches, is that Bitcoin advertising is not allowed on Facebook. I mean, I, I've mm-hmm. done... IPO advertisement, investment ads, they will take all that, but they will not allow you to run Bitcoin um, advertisements. And then in the that well, statement, they are-
1: because of the are,
2: regulation, right? Right. And that's exactly what I was about to say, that when Facebook came out and they made the statement, what they said was that we do realize that this is not, that no, that we realize that this is a broad and general statement Saying that no Bitcoin is allowed, that we do understand that there are legitimate companies and legitimate Bitcoin um, people out there. But because the industry is being flanked with so many disreputable businesses and people who are just basically trying to scam people out of their money, nobody can come to the party. And I was like, wow, like that's Facebook. That's Facebook, a a major, major corporation um, it, making a statement, you know, and that's a to me a, a pretty bold statement to say, you know what, this is not allowed. And so once, you know, to me, Facebook doesn't allow it. It's like, okay, you know, what's the next up, or how would people respond?
1: Well, and I think it's because basically Bitcoin is supposed to be a disruptor and as well as um, something to pretty much sanitize, the Mm -hmm. the economy and and when you look at Bitcoin and I've seen documentaries on you know the system from my understanding and just in layman's terms it basically it 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 takes out what we would consider the regulators of the market and I'm not too well versed so don't quote me because I know what I've seen and what I've heard but I would rather let the you know the people that we'll have on the show explain it in further detail so I just give like an overview of the understanding but basically it Mm -hmm. removes the banks as any other. And those type of regulatory um, uh, entities and allows, you know, people to pretty much interact directly with their currency. So you're not getting charged for your money. You know, it's not insured by the FDIC, but at the same time, it's supposed to be streamlining the ability for you to um, handle your own uh, transactions without having to go through, like, say, banks and clearinghouses for your money where they make a ton of your money while it's stored and they're doing like you know arbitrage or investing. Cuz anybody if you know about the banking system, when you have your money inside um, the Bank of America, they're using your money as an aggregate aggregate weapon on the financial markets every day. So with all the accounts uh-huh. that Bank of America has, they pull the money together and every day the investment bankers make money on your money. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that that's how that's how that pretty much that's how pretty much that works. So Bitcoin basically hold on for my
2: that's
1: i got a dog in the studio hold on for one second let me tell my dog the dog is, shut is in the studio yep hi dog yeah hold on hey the dog is in the studio but it's okay so on the flip side of everything what happens is um what happens is so you take the bank the banks out of the equation and then basically you are now able to have transparent transactions from a to b to c d to d to e the only thing is that at the end of the day the, the Bitcoin itself um since it's not insured and it's not regulated, that's when you can have these pop ups or these other types of um entities that pop up and then you know that's you know recently I think Bitcoin um you know I think uh there was like you know a major hack. They went on to the tune of like tens of millions of dollars in value. So there's things mm-hmm. that go on. Um and I wouldn't be surprised to tell the truth if the US government um or any major government that relies on you know the dollar or their currency is also looking in a way to also destabilize bitcoin you know what i'm saying because all of a sudden mm-hmm. now you have a currency that's just popping up it's not the dollar it's not the yen you know what i'm saying it's not the peso it's uh it's a it's a digital currency and it doesn't want to necessarily um i'm not going to say it doesn't want to be regulated it just wants to mm-hmm. it, it just wants to stay away from the current regulating body now that goes back into facebook facebook knowing this, knowing, looking at the safeguards and looking to see how the regulations um, are stacking up for Bitcoin, you know, you're dealing with something that I believe is unregulated. But when we have our advisors and our specialists on the phone, they'll talk about, I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about ways in which Bitcoin is actually regulated but by, by probably like a party that's not, you know, um, like the Fed. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a party that's basically there as a disruptor. Um, but when you talk to or you see anything that's related to Bitcoin, you begin to realize that they have a very efficient um currency, and it takes out a lot of the bloatedness um and all of the trappings and even some of the um the risk with the currency that we have right now so it's very interesting where we're going in 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 the next um few years to where you know the computing power that we have and the intelligence that we have allows us to make create pop-up currencies, you know what I'm saying? And they can become fetish. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to ask them, you know, just from uh, the, the people that we have on the show, I would love to ask them from the standpoint of Bitcoin and its longevity, how will that work since other kinds of, like, you know, cryptocurrencies are also popping up too. They're just under different names, you know? Right. So, But, uh, but in Facebook, very, very it wasn't
2: just the Bitcoin. In, in Facebook, it wasn't just the Bitcoin. It was all the cryptocurrencies. Okay.
1: All cryptocurrencies, and and that makes sense because there's no really no re- regulatory body over the cryptocurrencies. And remember, right. cryptocurrencies are enjo- enjoying the whole fame of the dot com world. When dot coms first came out, what were they doing? You know that we had. I don't know. I was a part of a few the dot coms. There was really no profit, no revenue in the company. But because it was a dot com, and when it got listed on the OTC or another financial market, the stock exploded. But then people would sit back and say like Warren Buffett. He didn't get involved with dot coms because he was like, you know what? It's a, it's a sham because you're looking at companies, you're looking at their value, you know, you're looking at the PE ratios, looking at the profitability, and the, the standard ways that you look at a company's prof- profitability, you look at a dot-com and say, this thing is not going to make any money for the next five to ten years. I know that it's global because it's a dot-com, but it's not going to make any money. It's losing money every day, yet the stock is trading at 30 to $40 a share. And those are the things that, like, you know, people were like, you know, well, what's this about? Well, Bitcoin is the same thing. With these new cryptocurrencies popping up, all of a sudden now they're in this bubble. And now all of a sudden, guys, I, was, I remember talking to some guys. I recently, um, I, when I worked out with my guys last week, it was funny because one of my guys was like, you know, his partners had gotten to Bitcoin when it was like around 6 7 8 $20. And then, of course, it shot up way past that. And his guy had calculated that he'd have like about $2 million in Bitcoin value if he would have held it. So it's a bubble, though. You know, it's a it's a cryptocurrency, and it was a bubble. And um, I want to talk about it, too. Actually, I'm going to see if we can get them on like, in the next few days. We're probably, I mean, we're a young show, so even if we get them in the next month, it'll be great because cryptocurrency is what it is. But it's good to ask, you know, with the bubbles that are happening, what's their take on everything? Because I, I know I, I'm, a, I'm associated with some people who really consider themselves crypto experts because they've made a lot mm-hmm. of money in it, too. You know what I'm saying? So they're they're going to be valuable mm-hmm. because it's not like they're going to talk about it from a bubble and saying, oh, we're outside the bubble. No, these they're they're actually the one the ones who I want to bring on to the show. They've actually had seminars. They're recognized in the cryptocurrency universe as players. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when they're on the show, mm-hmm. they can answer a ton of questions way better than I can. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So that that's another show topic, crypto, and we might have to run that one for a few days because that's a good one.
2: Wow, I didn't I didn't know we were going to be um, playing shows for, for multiple days. I mean, but we can. You know, the beauty of, of the breakdown is we can do whatever we want to do.
1: Well, when I say that, I'm saying that, you know, from, from show, like, you know how we kind of have been talking about Monique for a couple of episodes of the show? Like mm-hmm. maybe the cryptocurrency mm-hmm. is broken up maybe over like a core of, maybe it's broken up into multiple episodes, not just one, mm-hmm. but maybe we have like different people call in not only, you know, right. cryptocurrency um, advisors or people who understand it, but also investors as well, the laymen who can call in and talk about their experience.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So before we continue, since we are about to reach, I know it's a little bit early, but we have a lot um, left over for the show. And since we have some questions coming up, we are I am going to stop for a brief commercial break, and then we'll be right back.
0: Sounds great. Are you looking for a unique way to advertise for free? Why not add your business name to the growing business directory at AskSharifa.com? It's absolutely free, and you can benefit from being part of the AskSharifa network. That's AskSharifa.com. Where else can you get free advertising for your business? Increase website traffic and generate more leads fast and easy. Don't wait. Space is limited to a first-come basis. Visit AskSharifa.com today and get listed now. Are you looking for an amazing business opportunity? Visit AskSharifa.com. Get the financial freedom you deserve. Partner with doTERRA and change lives as well as create your very own business. That's AskSharifa.com. Get products that sell and that people love using every day. Give us a call at 562-822-0965 or visit us online at AskSharifa.com. Are you ready for your financial freedom? When you need an expert plumber, you need JordansRooter.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's JordansRooter.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At JordansRooter, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's JordansRooter.com. We want to be your 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 Mr. Fix-It.
2: That's right. On the breakdown, we have quite a few fixes for your business, for your house, for your plumbing. We can fix it. Add your business to the business directory. Check out the business opportunity, doTERRA, on AskSharifa.com. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. If you're listening to this show on your computer and you like to join the conversation, please give us a call at 646-564-9989. Again, that number is 646-564-9989. And if you're listening to this show on your phone and you have questions or comments for our host, please press 1 to join the conversation in the studio. So we have a lot going on, Mr. Showtime. Mr. Showtime.
1: That's what's going on. And, um, yeah, I hate saying and, uh, makes it sound like we don't know what we're talking about, but, and, um, we do know, know what we're talking about. Uh, we do. It, it, it's, it's, some, it's, some good, it's some good things going on. I also, one of the guests that I want to bring on are some guys who are, they're currently, I'll let them discuss who they're working with, but they worked on some major albums, with everybody from Flowrider to Tupac to JLo, uh, to 50 uh-huh. Cent. So, um, uh-huh. it's funny because I let them talk about the project that, uh, we are now embarking on, but, um, well, I'll talk a little bit about it. It's a really cool animation, but I thought mm-hmm. i I can really say about it because it's their project, but I'm coming on to, um, as one of the writers. So mm-hmm. they'll talk about it, but, um, they're, they're, they're pretty dope because I respect, I've known them for years and I've mm-hmm. really seen what they do grow. They've won Grammys. They've knocked out major albums, B O B, All kinds of people that they've worked with. And, uh, their writing team is phenomenal. They've, Work with some of the upper echelon of the game, and they've had some major major hits you know, so I can't wait for um those big brothers of mine to call in and discuss um you know the world of entertainment in general um and how to work with the people's people from Barry Gordy on down you know and 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 what that's like what what energy you need to work with the top tier of any industry and and how to stay relentless and still stay competitive you know
3: mm
1: mm-hmm. yeah Yep. Okay. So, so are
3: you are you be able
1: to tell us that? Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I was on the phone with them today. Um, I have them probably calling in. Um, probably in a week too. I was just trying to, you know, what our, our our goal is. Episode fourteen is a big goal for us, but episode eight is a big goal because mm-hmm. tomorrow we get to now start focusing on, on actual show topics. And that's also Mm -hmm. good, too, because if you've been listening to the Ash Sharifa show, you have no idea what the hell we're going to talk about any particular day because we talk about it. It's it's relevant. It's pertinent. But it's not the best way, like we described, to catalog the show because, as we described it, it's like going to a library, but we didn't name any of the books. You know what I'm saying? Right. um, Right. So you just pull a book. It's interesting, but you don't know what we're talking about.
2: I know, absolutely, so that's why people are tuning in, and we definitely have callers tuning in tonight, they're listening to the call, um, and so again, I know I've said it before, but if you're listening to the call live, and you have a question or a comment, or you just want to join the conversation and jump in here with Sharifa and Showtime, please press 1 so we know you want to do a little bit more than just listen, and you'd actually like to join the conversation. So um, We are now at the halfway mark. We have a few shows that are lined up for the rest of this week. Tomorrow, we're going to be focusing on women's empowerment, especially since Mm we introduced the topic um, with Monique and how Monique Mm -hmm. is um, disgruntled. I think that's a safe word. Mm -hmm. I don't don't want to assume Mm -hmm. anybody else's opinion, but um, apparently Mm -hmm. Monique is disgruntled because um, Netflix offered her – 500,000 where her counterparts and other people who were legends they were offered millions of dollars. So we touched on that, we discussed on that and then we added to it the fact that now Tiffany Haddish has a deal on the table which she has gladly accepted um for 800,000. Now Monique right. also made comment to where Monique stated that she wasn't mad at Tiffany Haddish at all. She said do your thing baby girl, go ahead and shine. Um so and, and then but Tiffany Haddish did come out and say as well that her deal was in the works and her deal was done before Monique even came out with the whole boycott thing. So she wanted that's to make pretty, it clear Right. Yeah, she wanted to make it clear that, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you at work and, you know, people are picketing or, you know, there, there's a, a picket line. It's like everybody's like, don't cross it. So she wanted to know. She right. wanted to basically let her know that, you know, I'm not crossing you, girl. I'm still here. I'm still working with you. Well,
1: but, I'm still working with you. And you guess know, what? Like, Netflix ain't that bad to me.
2: Right. So that's what she said. That's what Tiffany Haddish said. She said she now, you know, what she's going to do, is she going to pay some bills and she's going to take care of her family because for someone like uh Tiffany Haddish and and I I like Tiffany Haddish let me just say that I, I really do and I love the fact that Tiffany Haddish is getting her shine um but right. I also know just from being in entertainment that certain doors were open for her you know she has paid her dues on the on the comedy scene but it is usually unheard of for a comedian or for somebody who hasn't even really held their own on a show or for on a movie to take a prime role in such a, a, a huge movie. I mean because she's with Queen Latifah. She she's with Jada Pinkett Smith and she's on the same level. So um yeah, I, I really like Tiffany Haddish. I think she's funny. I think she's wonderful. But I'm like, yeah, you was blessed because some doors were literally open for you. Um, I know she did the Carmichael show, but even on the Carmichael show she did guest appearances. And normally people don't go from doing guest appearances on a show to being in a movie with Queen Latifah, you know, Jade well, well, well,
1: But let me but let me let me ask let me say this go ahead. that's what Tell makes me. Hollywood I'm a, Well, I'm a, Showtime's gonna chime in and say, Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. That's actually what makes Hollywood so attractive. That's why I think everybody comes in off the Greyhound. Because when you remember that guy, um, Michael J. Fox? Remember him? Yes, Mr., yes uh, I miss, love Michael miss, J. Miss, Fox. Well, Michael J. Fox, people forgot his story, that he was actually leaving town. He was leaving New York, and he used his last quarter to actually put it into the phone and call his um, agent like right before he was leaving town. And his agent was like, where were you? You know, whatever show, um, whatever show that it was the big show that he—I forgot the name family of the show. Family um, Yeah, whatever sh- that show was star? looking for him. Yeah, it was it, that name would work for me. Um, but we don't know if it's right. <laughs> if anybody Wheeled knows which one it. it's tell
3: us. Yeah.
1: it was Michael exactly, J. Right? I love
3: him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but he 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 was leaving town and he got a starring role. When I look at um Sam Worthington, the star of Avatar, they say that he was living out of his car. And he got the starring role in Avatar. You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is, from Tiffany Haddish's standpoint, she actually had a background in the game. And you know, you know how it is. Also, when like there's where there's casting, there's this and that, and they're looking for a certain type. They're looking for even sometimes you hear the term fresh face. Monique is definitely right. not a fresh face. Her face has been around. But Tiffany Haddish's face, yeah. from the standpoint of like you know um, a household name in America, she's still considered a fresh face. You know, and sometimes casting would go for a fresh face because they want a new look. A a new take on something And they want somebody else to come out and do their thing Remember, people forget that even someone like The Rock The Rock, at his point in his career Only had $7 in his pocket You know, Um, and then A lot of that has changed You know, He wrestling this and the other But The Rock, for some, even like movies like Be Cool was considered a fresh face Because nobody knows that The Rock had such good comedic ability and timing You know, before that They were like, you know, the other guys And remember, there's one guy that I think you know, we would love to have on the show to talk about The Rock, and that's Will Smith because Will Smith was that dude in all the action movies before that, you know what I'm saying, in terms of, like, you know, being, like, the African-American big dog pulling down $20 million a movie, you know, and now um, The Rock has that. You know, The Rock is doing his thing. You know, I think the Will Smith and, and Martin Lawrence are working on, um, on hopefully getting together, like, Bad Boys 3 and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but, anyway, from a Tiffany Hatch standpoint, I agree that, you know, she came out of this left field. But I also know that what makes Hollywood so attractive is that, you know, sometimes the left field works. Those are the stories that people use to to take that flight from, like, Idaho into California to say, I got a chance of making it big, because sometimes your number is just called. You're the fresh face, and all of a sudden you go from A to Z, you know?
2: Yes. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. And I wasn't really speaking as far as the amount of money people have that Michael J. Fox, I remember that story. Right. He made that call, you know, quite mm-hmm. a few people who have been homeless. Um, you know, right. uh, people will tell you, you, you not, you haven't gone through anything in Hollywood or you don't have a success story unless you've been homeless a couple of times. Like You they, you got to add mm-hmm. that um, to your credit. Um, right. I was speaking today. I was having a conversation today about Sid and Betty Burston, and uh, you, we're both familiar with those. Huge entertainment director, producer, mm-hmm. but Tyler Perry s- slept on their couch for months um, while did he not was know building.
1: That.
2: Yes, he did. He slept on the Burston's couch for months while he was building his career. He he had nowhere to go. And so they allowed him to sleep on his couch, um, to sleep on their couch. Um, so, I mean, everybody has those stories. The point that I was making yeah, about and Tiffany Sid Hatter- and Betty are great.
1: Sid, hey, what's up, Sid? If you're listening, you're a great guy.
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, I love Cindy and Betty Burston, um, but the point I was making about Tiffany Haddish is that it is—it is rare. It is rare yeah. for someone to, you know make that kind of leap and it's not a knock against her. I'm not saying anything about, I'm like, go girl. Like I think Tiffany right. Haddish is wonderful. She's one of the people that I would love to meet when she cried cause she met Oprah. I was sitting there like, I want to cry too. That's Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. I would have been the same, the same mm-hmm. way. But what I'm saying is usually in Hollywood, just like in most businesses, you don't go from being in the mail room to being a CEO, you work your, your right. way up. And so for her right. to have a leading role in, a major movie that's rare to be able to hold that so she you know Mm -hmm. I'm like go girl you are blessed I love it. Usually you go into a supporting role or, you, you know, if comedy right. is your theme, then you kind of do comedy shows, you know, maybe a few comedians would do a comedy special, but you kind of stay right. where your expertise is. So she went right. from doing up. I know she's done movies before. I'm not, again, this is not right. knocking. To had right, or, and, 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 and
1: then, and then, and then, and then you give her that credit for killing that, obviously killing that audition. And then of course having some yes. kind of um, resume. Because it really does come down yeah. to that audition, too, because when you're, when you're casting and you're looking at the tape or you're producing in the direction you're looking at the tape and you're looking at everybody walking through, sometimes people will just give you that special delivery of a character mm-hmm. and you're like, that's mm-hmm. the one. Because, because right. I tell people all the time, when, you're, when people forget, you know, this is the difficulty in acting. Like if I say, Sharifa, your line is no, simply one word, mm-hmm. no, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, Sharifa, you could say no probably 50 times. 50 different ways, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, not 50 times the same way. There's like, no, no, no. I mean, there's so, there's so many different ways. I remember I was on one of the sets, I think, of CSI Miami, and one of the celebrities, one of the stars of the show, was trying to just give a very simple line, like two words, but they weren't getting it right. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about two hours of taping, and they weren't getting it right. It's not like they couldn't remember the line, it's just that it wasn't being delivered correctly.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So that was, so that was kind
2: of crazy, too. What you're saying is that Tiffany Haddish must have just stuck those lines. And so when they saw the uh, the audition, they were like, yes, you're the one. I'm almost positive. And this is just my psychic telekinesis kicking in, but I'm almost positive that, that they were familiar with her. You know what I mean? Like they saw right. her performances and they were like, oh, my God, we have to have her. Because I can tell you one right. thing that I, I think that people respond to and that people really like about mm. Tiffany Haddish, and it's one of the things, not to you know add my little self in, in Tiffany Haddish's boat, but one of the things mm. that people always say they like about me is you never know what she's going to say. Where, you know, where she's going to come from.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
2: think what Monique was saying, let's boycott Netflix. Tiffany Haddish has done a lot for the black woman as far as, us, you know, her, you know, because some people would look at, look and say, well, she's ghetto. All she talks about is being a foster child and, you know, all these other things. But she makes people laugh in a way that not well, many female comedians. Yes, she is. And you never know what she's going to say. And she's so real as far as her emotions. Like, she literally cried when she met Oprah on Ellen's show. She was in tears. Like, I love you. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no pretense. There's no, you know, oh, my God. Well,
1: well, and what I think when we're adding to that, what I don't want to cut you off, but I know I just did, so I'm sorry. But when when I look at Tiffany Haddish, too, I see a person who's like, you know, there's a new take on life. Hollywood loves that. For those of you who don't don't know out there, there's always the same story, but I want to hear your take on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not like she's saying anything that's remarkably new. No, but you're getting a a Tiffany Haddish take on it, which is wildly entertaining. If you look at Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart's comedy is not necessarily talking about things that are new. Most of the things that you, you, everything he's talking about, you can relate to, right? Whether it's income levels or whether it's going to the zoo with the family. You know what I'm saying? But the Kevin Hart experience, that POV, is what you dial into. You see what I'm saying? Right. And and that's what we look for in entertainers. They always say, like, the great producers out there know that in any good movie, all you do is you take your favorite character and put them in an extraordinary situation. You feel me? So right mm-hmm. now, everybody is taking the Tiffany Haddish character, their new favorite character, their new favorite it girl, go girl, you go girl, girl. And they put her in an extraordinary <laughs> situations, And they want to actually see what she does with it. These are the reasons why we even t- created a breakdown. Is, are we talking about things that are, are totally brand new to people? No. No, no. no. But you are getting the Marvin and Sharifa POV, right? We're not necessarily right. running around talking right. about things that we're – not, we're not talking about, like, you know, some kind of minerals and elements that are out there in space that are on, on the periodic table that nobody knows about. We're talking about things that people do understand, people do, un- do, do know about, but we're giving you our POV, And that seems to be working. So go Tiffany Haddish.
2: Yeah. Go Tiffany Haddish. We love your point of view. I mean, because I love love, Mm -hmm. um, just seeing a new comedian that basically, to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I'm guilty of it because we do it all the time. We always say she came from nowhere. But then now when you look at her, it's like you see her. If you see the drastic, uh, like she was doing stand up when she was like a kid, you know what I mean? Like you can see, Mm -hmm. like she was a kid, like she was a young kid. So she's been doing this for, for so long. So yes, yeah. again we do have a lot of listeners tonight um on the show. We know we had some people who have some comments, some some follow up. We're down to the last 15 minutes of the show. So if you're listening to this show and you have a question, a comment, you want to add your voice to tonight's show, please press 1. If you're listening to this show on your computer, and you like to join the conversation? Feel free to give us a call at six four six five six four nine nine eight nine. And again, that number is six four six five six four nine nine eight nine. Join the conversation right now. We we actually started speaking about women empowerment and the whole Monique mm-hmm. issue, and then somehow we got to Tiffany Haddish. Is wonderful. And I like being there because Tiffany Haddish is <laughs> right. wonderful. But I mean, but she well, just is. I mean, if you watch not only her movies, but if you watch her uh, at her um, point of view, I guess as if you were saying about mm-hmm. so many different mm-hmm. topics, like she's just really mm-hmm. uh, very interesting. She I was watching mm-hmm. an interview the other day in which she was talking about. Um, she was talking about. Something she has a new show, I think it's TV One. She's it's called Mm -hmm. Um Uncensored, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was watching the, the trailer for her new sh- her new show, or the new show, because I think Snoop's on there, so many people. I was on there like, ooh, let's go find them, because we need all of them as guests. Just everybody who's <laughs> right, on, yeah. just Adam, right on over to the breakdown. Because I was like, I right. want to talk to her, I want to talk to Snoop. But, yeah, she was talking on her, on this new show about her history and how she got to where she is.
1: Right. And – I think, you know, when, like, in mentioning her and looking at her success, you know, and like I'm saying, it's, it, it, the world of Hollywood looks at it as a point of view. You know, the lady that she was crying about being next to, Oprah, that's exactly, you know, she's a, a Oprah's a testament to point of view because everybody forgets that when, well, they don't forget, but they know. When Oprah, when Oprah came into the business, there was no other ma- major female black TV host. You get what I'm saying? You had Donahue. Mm -hmm. it was male-driven, it was Caucasian-driven, you know, Um, and they thought that Oprah Winfrey didn't stand a chance. But what Oprah Mm -hmm. Winfrey understood was that her point of view to a large segment of America could work, right, even if she was simply the chubby African-American chick with the little jerry girl. You know what I'm saying? Where a lot of people mm-hmm. and the producers were like, no, that's not gonna work from a visual standpoint. America America has its isms. Oprah said, No, I think people will, will love my point of view on everyday um problems and everyday discussion items. And Oprah ran to the bank with that. And it was simply Oprah's POV on the same mm-hmm. things and the same the same uh trending topics in the news, you know, when she had her show back then, it was like she had the same staff, you know, people out there researching what to talk about. And then it was like they would just say, Oprah, we're gonna talk about losing weight and we're gonna let you put that into the Oprah machine and see what you spit out on television. We're gonna have you mm-hmm. have a, a guest come on and they're gonna talk about how, you know, they had a tough time growing up in these in this community and now they've turned themselves into this. And then Oprah is gonna chime in on that. And that was a winning formula. So when I think of Tiffany Haddish um, you know, I think the hard thing for Monique is, Monique, you've got to look, anybody, and this is not against Monique, but it's basically you got to look at that Excel sheet. you got to see how those numbers are adding up. Because, like I said, if Monique's numbers are crazy strong, then she shuts it down. You get what I'm saying? But you just got to be real with those numbers and how to deal with your marketability. I think Tiffany Haddish has that, she has, she has that, um, she's that girl to where people want to hear that raw, Real intelligence from her Because not like the girls are intelligent She's very intelligent And she's just giving you her take on it Delivering it in her vernacular Her way And people are loving it
2: We do have a caller Who has a question or a comment For um, today's show Caller you Are on the the line
3: Yes good evening uh, This is AJ from up the way uh, I just wanted to congratulate you guys. I uh, I really enjoy your, sh- your show. Uh what I wanted to Thank ask you. um Marvin is mm-hmm. if he could uh, lay out for um people who you know want to get into the business and uh of of show
1: business and entertaining both, mm-hmm.
3: what would be the
1: um blueprint that's a, that's a good question. There's, there's, there's many jobs, first of all. There are many jobs. People need to understand this one thing. There are a lot of jobs in Hollywood. And when I say that, that's because I say that in front of the camera, everybody focuses on that, but there's a ton of really cool things behind the camera as well. So I would say the first thing that you might want to do, if you're like, you know, an up-and-coming actor, you know, everybody always wants to, you know, go get an agent, go get this, go get that. I would say you simply run out there and register with, like, a background agency, something like a central casting. They're, like, you know, one of the longest running. Um, you know, you run out there and get your, get your feet on set. Learn the etiquette as an actor. And even, I'm not saying stay there forever. I'm just saying get your feet on set. You know, don't be starstruck. Go on there. Learn how to um, – learn how to uh, – le- learn how the system works. And then, you know, you jump out of there and then, you know, work with agents or work on your craft and move forward and, and so on and so forth. If that's not your way, you know, the, we're in a wonderful Internet age to where you can grab a camera and you can create your own channel, your own video blog, and you can put your ideas to the test and see who wants to listen in. You know, we have what they call the influencers now to where there's tons of people who, um, not tons, but there's a few people out there who literally have millions of followers and they did it off of the Internet. They didn't go through standardized Hollywood. Then, of course, you have your other other layers. You have writing to where there's all kinds of challenges um, that you can expose yourself to online. Even if you simply Google, you know, um, writing competitions, writing challenges, they're there. If you're a director, the same thing. You have a wealth of information of how to enter challenges, enter film festivals, jump onto set. Uh, There's ways now that they just weren't there 20 years ago for you to actually get your feet wet in the business. You can create, you can put your um, content on Vimeo. What I'm trying to say in a nutshell is there's a lot of ways for you to get your work out there. You can do it the orthodox standard way or you can do it the new disruptive way through the web and get your voice heard. Well, thank you for that, Mom. I don't care with all that because
3: that's, that's, that's my pain. You know, I've been, you know, a couple of movies, like I said, 20 years ago. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, as I was the, the technology, that's just true. You know, I've seen a few people go on, like say YouTube and different, um, you know, vehicles to get out there. But I've been mm. thinking about it, and I really appreciate that. So, like I said, um, I'm going some technical paper. I might do it on myself, a rough one. But right. um, thank you so much for all that. And um, I'm not against, like you said, the traditional way, because it is a business. Right. Now, right. In, in my opinion, let's use something, you know, uh, whatever, this, you know, or whatever it is, you know. And, and, like you said, the only way to do is put it to the test, you know.
0: But mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I did, y'all But like I said, I mean, up the way I'm old school. You know, I'm out of the school of where they said in the Apollo you had to either be good or they were literally a <laughs> wine bottle at you. I mean literally, bro. Oh, right. I talk about you know, mm-hmm. seriously. I mean, it's like, oh no, you, <laughs> you, you got to go back. So I've been two thin, you know, my horns, not being too share with my comedy act because people kind of mm-hmm. told me I was always funny all my life. You we'll know, see.
0: But, again, I'm going to go, and I want
3: to thank you guys so much for putting that out there because I know a lot of people listening, you know, everybody, you know, they want to jump in. But in time, they're going to jump in because uh, that's how it is. When, when something gets heard that is good, so, well, well you know, you know there they'll be there. And I thank you again. And I'm going to say good night to you all. That's A.J. from up the way. You'll be hearing from me.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you, you A.J. Efficient. From Up The Way We look forward to hearing from you
3: You will See, well, We I AJ, AJ,
1: from, A- up AJ to- from Up The Way You know what I'm saying yes, I think I might have to add some stuff to way. Showtime Yeah, Showtime <laughs> from over there I'm going to have to add <laughs> no. some of the Showtime I like AJ from Up The Way Uh, I'm going to have to think about some more. I'm going to add something to showtime. But anyway, thank you, AJ, from Up The Way, because – and that's what we're here for. We're here for giving you ideas on how to get you and your dreams and your success out there.
2: That's right. That's right. And so we do have quite a few. I don't know what happened today. I guess the marketing was out there because we have a few. Usually I don't even mention it that much. We do have quite a few callers on the line today. So if you're listening, you want to, you know, be like AJ from Up The Way and jump into the – studio with Marvin and Sharifa, please press one. So we know you have a question or a comment for our host. So you were able to give some uh, wonderful advice. I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. And one aspect that I really thought was, was great was when you said be an extra get your feet wet, get the experience being on a set. And that's, you know, normally one question that people ask, especially, you know, with me being in entertainment, people always want to know how can I get in, how can I get in, what do I need to do to get in? And I always say the same thing. You have to learn the industry you know, right. learning the industry definitely is doing background work, doing extra work, because if you don't know who the PA is and you don't know who the director is right. and you don't know who the producer is and, and what the right. uh, the grip's role is – that what's gonna happen is when you're on set and you, you don't know those positions, you're gonna wind up irritating a whole lot of people. So what you wanna do yeah. is you wanna be informed. Learn I mean, because what people don't understand, people always think, Okay, well you know what, this is a twenty million dollar movie. Okay, but at a twenty million dollar movie there are time schedules that that people wouldn't even imagine. Time schedules that are crazy right. that never um, happen pretty much in just about any other industry. I mean the only real other industries that I could even think of that have the same type of time schedules are I mean you they would be doctors or they would be airlines, you know, industries where seconds or minutes matter. And so when you're on the set and you're, you know, your background and you're taking up time on a film or on a project, that's literally costing the project millions of dollars or if not millions, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars because now – because it took you know longer than expected, now we have all these different expenses that have to be incurred. So I definitely advise that if anyone wants to break into entertainment, if they want to get their feet wet, if they want to be a part uh, actor, comedian, whatever it is, um, even with comedian, go to the comedy sets, get on the stage, do a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. There are a lot, especially in L.A. There are a lot of um, stand up. Like the comedy union, a lot of different comedy clubs, comedy houses that have um, what is it? Open mic night. You know, get out uh-huh. there, get your feet wet, start doing it, and make it happen.
1: That's exactly right. And I, everything I love about it. If you, if you guys and gals out there are listening to Sharifa, you're hearing that energy. Get out there, get in it, jump in it, make it happen. Because remember, it's all for your success. You know, Sharifa and I are here to help give you that energy, give you a couple little nuggets that you can take with you, whether it's jumping onto an extra set, whether it's picking up a, a camera and putting yourself on YouTube, whether it's jumping into a comedy store, everything is that energy for you to, um, to, to, to make that dream happen.
2: Yes, but some people may feel that background work or extra work is beneath them, and that first of all, that that is a huge mistake. I mean, just listening to your story, how you went from being mm-hmm. uh, background, background, you know,
1: yep.
2: being in the background, to now you're meeting yep. with the heads of these yep. companies, you know. So just yep. because you started yep. in one place, doesn't mean that you're going to wind up. You know you're gonna stay there forever, and I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about. They feel like, oh, I won't get the shine, I won't get the notice because guess what? I'm in the background, but a lot of conversations, a lot of relationships a lot you know a lot of new opportunities can be created and developed just simply by being on set. I've seen instances and I know of instances we I just filmed a um a commercial where it was funny, and I had to actually, you know, tell the the lady who got the role, but we were casting for a commercial for the role of a journalist who was going to do an interview. And so we had put out and received roughly 100 um, auditions. You know, we sent out audition notices, casting notices to about 100 different people, and mm. two people showed up. Those two people were, for for whatever reason, unfit for the role, and we Mm -hmm. wound up having to use somebody who really was, like, just the receptionist at the office. But she was there, and so we needed Mm -hmm. somebody to stand here, ask these questions, you know, so sometimes your moment in Hollywood can be completely because nobody else showed
1: up. Oh, yeah, you can win by default. And I'm going to tell you what's funny. I don't think I would have had a production company. Matter of fact, I know I wouldn't have. And I wouldn't have had Interscope Records as one of our first clients if it wasn't for background because I met a producer doing background who put me into a movie, um, a very cheap, low-budget movie. and But that movie also had another actor in it who I inquired about who happened to be Chris Brown's choreographer. And that movie, since we're both in it, Led us to doing um, to meeting, and those meetings turned into me plopping over to Interscope, and then would be Disney. I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I wouldn't have done background, because I wouldn't have met those up and coming producers and actors. You get what I'm saying? And I wouldn't have had a need to have a production company because I would have been totally ambiguous to. I would have been totally oblivious to everything. So background literally shaped my career in Hollywood. Literally.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. So just because you start off in the background doesn't mean you won't ever come to the forefront. You heard it here from Sharifa Hardy and Marvin Showtime Williams on the Breakdown. So for more information, for advertising opportunities to be a guest on our show, feel free to visit our website at thebreakdownradioshow.com. dot com. Tuning us into us tomorrow because we have a very exciting show. At the same time, same place until. Tomorrow, have a wonderful night.